think that it um, maybe came from uh, Lucy from Charlie Brown. Uh. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe don't it was know. something like that. I don't know, because that's what I think of. Maybe it was Wait, something like you, you could get somebody's advice for two cents. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. No, I don't know. I think it was five cents, wasn't it? Well, yeah. hers was five hers cents, was five but cents. I'm thinking of inflation by the time it got to her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't I know. Don't well, know. Like, but like, I wonder if it was like you had to pay money to go on like a debate stage or something, and then like you know you I had to pay know. like a dollar or something to now like to. to give it, and then someone only had two cents. It's like you're past. You know, this is my two cents worth or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, hold on. We'll see. Nathan and I will race and see. I gotta race the tech guy. Um, origin of love bugs. This claims what? that this. Sorry, I was trying to origin of. Uh, put in. Two cents. This is my two cents. This claims two that this is a reference t- somehow to the widow's might. Sense. Oh, or interesting. Like put in two hmm. cents. Okay. Um, the way it's used, it doesn't quite make sense. Other origins say say like other phrases were like my two pennies worth. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, a penny for your thoughts, possibly sarcastic response to receiving uh, more opinion than was wanted. Oh, uh, I never thought it. I thought it was like actually yeah. someone was being this silent and you say penny. Well, for it your is thought. kind of like funny, penny for your thoughts, but then given two cents, I don't know, maybe. Uh, let me see. Ah, so it's a penny for their thoughts, and then it's an extra penny for you to give them your thoughts on their thoughts. So it's two cents. So you give them a penny, so that way they give you their thoughts, and then you give them another penny, so that way they have to endure hearing your thoughts on their thoughts. Uh, okay, so there's another hmm. thing that says that it could be, um, it's an analogy to poker, analogy to poker, like two okay. cents gets you an entry into the uh, like into a minimum the minimum Throwing bet two cents. like yeah. A, yeah like a minimum uh, bet so okay. but it's a Th- conversation yeah that that sounds that sounds that sounds much more I, likely i like my sounds idea legit. better I, li- I like the debate thing yeah. better but well let's let's throw in your ring in the hat or i mean your today's topsy turvy day and we say things backwards um <laughs> Anyway, throw your hat, hat in the, the ring. ring. I had to think about it then for a second. Psych Ooh, your hat in the ring. Man. Uh, anyway, so speaking of two cents, I just what? wanted to say oh. that <laughs> I don't really have nope. anything. Okay. I don't well, really have anything to add other than today. Say, oh. oh. No, it's okay. okay. I wasted my two cents. It's time for yours. <laughs> That's your two okay. cents worth. You've, well, you've no, I was just going to talk about <laughs> the, the cricket from last week. Oh, yes. What cricket? What I cricket? don't know what you're speaking of. <laughs> the one that we talked about but couldn't actually be heard. Crickets? Yeah, so there were crickets? I didn't hear any crickets. <laughs> yeah, so no, we did, but you didn't. <laughs> no. Apparently, Not when we listened to it later. Yeah. <laughs> the crickets that we were talking about didn't actually end up well, no, they did, getting they picked up. They did. Very, very faintly in a few random spots here or there. You could hear, like, you had to, like, super amplify it for it to even yeah. Every once in a while, you might hear a look. It was like, like when we were completely silent, which well, doesn't still, happen very like, often. When we when we stopped <laughs> for the right. crickets, like, pause for the cricket 
you know, awkward cricket sound, there uh-huh. wasn't actually any audible awkward cricket, cricket sound. sound. So there Which just makes this, it, it more awkward. It makes it more awkward because <laughs> there's, this, this, there's this dead air that we're trying to say, all right, for the cricket sound. And it's like, you feel like there needs to be cricket sound because we're it's awkward that we're waiting for a cricket sound that yeah. is actually there. It was, there a, for us, but it was a beautiful play of irony. Yeah. So mm-hmm. sorry to anyone who wondered. They're like, oh, I don't hear the crickets. Sorry, there was a cricket. We promise. It's there kind of was interesting. A cricket. There We're not was making a cricket. things up. It's kind of interesting because there wasn't a cricket. These guys are full of baloney. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of interesting though because like there was a cricket through pretty much the entire time we were recording, and then we stopped recording and it like, like stopped. Literally hit the stop button on our recording system. Yeah. And like it, he stopped in the next second. Yeah. So yeah. we were like, what? What is this? He was ridiculous. Yeah. One of these days, cricket. One of these <laughs> days. Pow! <laughs> right to the moon. Anyway, but yeah, no, today so I that was my found, two cents. Okay, yeah, I'm coming back for another round of two cents. Okay, I found four cents with Emily. I Might as well throw a in a whole new, nickel. I found a new park I hadn't been to before. Really? Yeah. So the advantage of living in Florida, and I can't think of anything clever, but that's okay. I feel like in Florida, there's like tons of little parks everywhere. Baby Especially yeah, park around do the do area. Do do do. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> That's a like especially along course, like man. you know waterways and things like that you can find these parks. So I found yeah. this one park. It was off of a bay, and oh, I was I excited. Uh-huh. I, I was being I was being legitimate. Sorry, we're having a side <laughs> conversation. <laughs> sorry, we're trying to talk, but S- sorry. <clears throat> Are you finished? We're finished. <laughs> we're, I was waiting for I was waiting for the actual two cents. We're, you're saying you're giving your two, you're saying giving your two cents worth. So I wanted to actually have two cents <laughs> to hear you talk. No, sorry, <laughs> no. Kidding. He just made a joke and it took me. A I, while made a mar- to get it. I made a mark. I made a mark reference and he didn't get it. And then he got it. And then he had to tell me that he got it. Oh. It, it took a second. I'll have it's to okay. listen later <laughs> to find the joke. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, so so you found a park. Ha- There's a lot the of park. little parks. Yes, by the bay. And I saw a manatee, and I was very happy. Uh, was yeah. her name Barbara? I don't know. No, maybe it was Bill. I think it was Bill. Bill, Bill the manatee. manatee. Bill, because it was Barbara and, and the manatee. Oh, oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did I do that too well? <laughs> Context is everything. If it, you've it's never a seen tales, silly song, song Barbara Manatee, and just look it up on <laughs> YouTube and. They're making fun of you cheesy might, soaps. You might yes. understand. So popular. <laughs> you at least get the reference. Whether you understand yes. it or it matches your sense of humor is irrelevant, but you will understand <laughs> where we're coming from. <laughs> I just like doing high pitched voices randomly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing to admit. <laughs> <laughs> Cricket. Cricket. Yeah. Cricket. Cricket. Which, yeah, he's not there today. No, that's he's okay. not. But Thankfully. So yeah, nice. that was fun. Yeah, I didn't have as exciting. I well, I mean, I did some work and then I I did some exciting. I got I'm getting ready for my Sunday school class tomorrow. Ah, hey. fun! Fun. Teaching oh, on I Isaac, Isaac blessing Jacob and Esau. Yeah, awesome. Ooh, nice. We yeah, and we are next week. We're getting ready to um, start off our monthly youth night. So, oh, yeah. because we had kind of just done, you know, just different get togethers with the youth, um, try to do it once a Let's month get together, yeah. and, and really just wanted something 
that was consistent for them. So we're going to have something on the first Saturday of the month for them where we'll have like a small service and, and, uh, do some sword drills, which if you've Ooh. not heard of those, what it is, a sword drill is, um, we get our Bibles, which is the sword of the spirit. And that's from Ephesians six Ephesians talks six. about the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And what we do is everyone gets their Bible out and, um, we read off a scripture reference and they have to find it as quick as they can. We should give an example. Okay. You ready? Uh, sure. Yes. Hold on. I'm ready I have for the to challenge. figure out what I want you to. Wait, you have to hold the Bible in one hand. Yeah. Hold the Bible in one, keep, hand. Keep one hand. Yes. But I have a microphone in front of me, so it's well, kind of. It's extra challenging then. Exactly. Extra challenging. Yeah. We can hold it we're closer. Not, we're not kids anymore, man. This is the. Have to, we have to. This have is to the real it. thing. Yeah. This is the real thing. We're, we're so in the, this the is not a drill. test. This is the real thing. <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the sword drill Olympics here. Yes. So. Um, okay. Ooh, let's do Ephesians 6.10. Okay. Got this. Nope. Pass it. Got it. Ah, oh, stinky! Uh, just, <laughs> just one more. <laughs> I literally was one page behind you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, the one that the one that finds, finds it, it first can read it. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Ephesians six ten. All right. Hey. Boom. So I love doing those because one, it it creates something fun and competitive with. Um, that includes the Bible and it has them learn how to find scripture references in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And we've done it in kids class uh, for a long time. And uh, it's, it's funny. One of the girls in our kids class, she has uh, tabbed her Bible for different verses that she really mm-hmm. likes and places that she goes often. And some of the kids were like, well, that's not fair. She has it tabbed. And I was like, Hey, you can take your Bible home. And highlight it and you, mark it, you, you know, too can tab. because yeah. when, Bible. when you, if you are taking time to read your Bible on your own at home, that gives you an advantage in life. You know, no, yeah. nobody's going to get to Snap. stand before God and be like, well, that's not fair. They read their Bible all the time. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Right. Everyone has that <laughs> opportunity, you know? Yeah, so I'm sure. like, you know what, actually, cause I used to say, well, no, 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 you can't use your, your bookmarks or anything. And then I thought, no, if they're taking time on their own to get that familiar with their Bible. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cause that puts a them lot of advantage. the bookmarks in their Bible are actually from kids class, like mm-hmm. things you learn in class. And yeah. we talk about this story, that story and put a mark here or there. Yeah. I think, I guess I think yeah. that it, could, it could be either or it's still good. You yeah. Know? So uh, I thought, you know, Hey, let's have the, let's have the teens do it as well. You know, just to That'll be fun. have fun with that and make sure that they're, they stay familiar with how to find find scriptures, yeah. and then we'll just hang out and play games and have a good time. So I'm very excited about that. I'm very much looking forward to that. That'll be cool. Mm-hmm. And the other and exciting that's next week, yeah, next week. Yeah. So we're starting. Neato. Yep. The other exciting thing is that we have had prayer going mm-hmm. on at our church. We've had yeah. prayer. We're doing it at various times and just praying over our nation, and we. We talked about prayer a couple weeks ago, I think, on our podcast. We talked about asking for I prayer. Don't know. I a, think. Cu- a couple weeks ago, we talked about asking for prayer. Maybe. I think that okay. was 
That was two weeks ago. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard because the three of us have conversations in real life. <laughs> or, well, this is real, real life, life too. Is <laughs> it, it, <laughs> is guys, this, this isn't real life. <laughs> the three of us have conversations not on the podcast. And so yes. sometimes I have a hard time going, okay, I think we had a podcast on did, that. Did or I'm like, that that podcast, or did we just or talk about that in And general? you have to realize we've actually we've been doing it for seven months now. So oh, okay. you, have, you have to think seven about it months. going wow. seven, months? Se- seven months over, oh. think of seven months of podcasts. I feel like we should have gotten each other My gifts. goodness. It is, it is <laughs> yeah. been seven no, months. That's really cool. Wow. Yeah. I think, we we're, on, I think we're on episode 30 or 29 coming up somewhere nice. in the near future. I don't remember. Awesome. Yeah. So remembering, not that that's too many episodes compared to other podcasters yeah. but <laughs> but thinking back through like how many you know, what, what we've done over a Seems period wild. of time in several episodes yeah yeah well anyway so I th- whatever i know we talked about a little bit about prayer yeah. and the importance of prayer and so i believe we have we talked about it before yeah on mm-hmm. if not prayer is important guys yeah so <laughs> i think that was a couple <laughs> weeks ago because we talked about brethren pray for us yeah so um but we just felt like it was important to pray for our nation as a church mm-hmm. and you know just with all the stuff going on you know i don't turn on the news anymore because it's just sad but if you happen to go buy something or even if you just happen to scroll on facebook you're going to see like there's things that need prayer and right. I'm really happy that we've taken, um, our church has taken time. And so what we've done is every night we've prayed and then we're going to do one early, early in the morning mm-hmm. and um, in the afternoon. And then I think we're looking at even like a late, late night one. Yeah. So yeah. it's just exciting just so that, you know, people, if they, you know, work at night and just giving them extra opportunity to, to come pray. Right. And, uh, and also I think some of it too. You know, like next week we're going to be praying at 6 a.m. And I'm, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, whoo, you know, yeah. help me, Lord, because yeah, yeah. my job requires me to be up in the mornings. And I'm actually slowly morphing into a more morning person, sort Morph, of. Morphing into a morning person. Sort of-ish. But um, I'm like 6 a.m. to be there and be praying and like be focused and, and be awake and and not say, Lord, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, sorry. Give me a good night sleep. Uh, oh, wait. This is the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it, it's a, it's like a discipline to, yeah, to do that. Sure. And that's, you know, that's good for us to do every and so often very, is to yeah. take time and say, okay, I'm going to make myself do something that I don't enjoy doing. And it's it's like an offering to the Lord in a sense because you're you're denying yourself and doing something that's yeah. important to Him. And hey, it's a yeah. very good way to start your day too. Yes, <laughs> starting your day with prayer. Yeah. So that's coming up this com- this coming week. Yeah. So if, yeah. I mean, we just encourage you. You know, Monday through Friday, we're taking time. Uh, I mean, I don't think we pray much longer than an hour. Sometimes it's shorter than that, even actually. We just pray until we feel in our hearts that we're done. So we just encourage our listeners, you know, just to take time and uh, pray. Uh, pray yeah. with us. You know, we're praying over our nation. We were talking about how um, a lot of times people use the phrase, 
oh, all you can do is pray. Like, oh, I guess all we can do is pray. And I think that that's an incorrect statement. I think you should say, all we have to do is pray. <laughs> like, hey, like, like that's the answer. Pray. That's all we got to do. All we got to do is pray, man. Everywhere, you know? yeah. every way, and, uh, every moment of the day yeah. is the right time. It should so. not be our last resort. It should be our first resort. For sure. Yeah. I had an interesting thing happen this week, by the way. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Before we move on. Yes. So, um... I am in a band, so I'm I'm in the worship band at church, but I'm also in another band, a Christian rock band, with my friends, and um, so we've been practicing for several months now, and um, finally we actually got our first gig on That's Monday. Awesome. So uh, we played okay. at the Salvation Army. So um, it wasn't like a, a, a super huge concert or something, but it was fun. Uh, and uh, they seemed to really enjoy it. And I would say I wasn't there, it, but so. I heard yeah, rave I reviews. Yeah, <laughs> I heard great reviews from someone who came from it. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Came and told me it was awesome. I could, yeah. I could, had to work, so I couldn't be there. Yeah, but what I've same. heard of what I've heard of the the practices because I was there for one of the practices one time. It's really cool. I really like the music. Yeah, so that's cool. It's awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. It's called. Living two twenty. Living two twenty. You guys yep. have a Facebook uh, page, right? We do have a Facebook page. Yeah. Um, I th- uh, let me see if I can find it. I think, I think it's Facebook. It's just called Living two twenty. Yeah. Oh yeah, because there's that little. We'll put. We can URL. post it on our on our yeah, Facebook. W- yeah, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, we can do it on our Facebook. We'll post it on our Facebook. Yeah, I believe it's Facebook.com/slash Living two twenty. Yeah. So, um, nice. if you want to check us out, but um, yeah, so. We did that, and it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll be doing more things soon. Yeah, maybe, okay. maybe I'll get Maybe's. to go to the next one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad because it's hard to tell, like, how good you sound when you are, like, practicing, but it's always oh, nice yeah. when you hear other people that are like, you oh, you sound good. It's like, okay, yeah. well, <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad it you you can, good. You can you think know, you sound good, but you don't know until you have an audience and get a reaction and see, yeah. you yeah. know, helps you improve. It was kind of interesting because we actually um, recorded a song and we actually we found a studio and recorded a song already. Uh, it's not out anywhere yet, but we, we've recorded it. And it was kind of interesting as you're recording, you start to hear yourself together. Like you, you because you're not always the person who's recording, but you can kind of hear what it sounds like together. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, wow, that's, <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. You know? it's exciting. Uh, yeah, it's, it's an exciting feeling. So That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, awesome. Very, very proud sister. <laughs> so. All right, so what are we talking about this week? Well, I think I that's a better question to <laughs> ask you because you're the... <laughs> well, I... Well, we've this talked about I know, yeah, I know we've what we're talking about, about but... Yeah. You well, can, I guess you, I'll, you can introduce I'll introduce it. it because it just came on my heart. And I've... This particular topic I've known we were supposed to talk about eventually but I've kind of um, stayed away from it because it's an uncomfortable thing to talk about. And kind of been putting it off. <laughs> I've been putting it off. I have. Yeah. Well, for a couple of reasons, but um, I'm gonna, we're going to talk about today um, what, what to do or, I guess, dealing with people leaving your church. And I would say for me... I feel like that's probably been one of the more painful things to deal with in ministry. Yeah. 
um, people leave the church for a couple different reasons. So one reason is God does call them to something else. And, and that's something that you expect because right. the purpose of a church is not to just stay and grow, but actually to spread the gospel. So if you don't have people leaving, you know, or I guess not, I'm mixing up. I'm saying things backwards again. I'm throwing my ring into the hat again. So if um, you are going to expect that eventually people are going to say, hey, I believe God has called me to do this work over here, you know, because you need to go out and spread the gospel. So that's something that's expected. It's still something that can be sad because you're, you get, you know, attached to people. They're part of your family. So it's like if a family member has to move away, but in those situations when God has truly called them to do something else, there's joy among, right. amidst the sadness. It's the best and it's case. it's like a, a missing them. It's not. Right. It, no pain. Pain. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it, it. yeah, it's like a missing them. It's not. There's right. not hurt right. involved. Right. Or hurt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With, I say it's the best case scenario because, I mean, in those situations, it doesn't necessarily mean that you, you know, lose contact with them necessarily. Right. You know, they feel they're supposed to leave and, and to do something else and you can be in contact with them. Hey, how's it going? It's, you know, kind of cool. Whereas some of the other situations are not always yeah. the same outcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so the one that we're talking about today is when you have people leave your church because they are offended either at you or at something that happened in the church. And that is always hard. And I kind of put it off just because one, I didn't really want um, anybody who had left our church. If they heard us talking and got upset because we're talking about them. And that's definitely not our goal today. And this is not a how to podcast. (laughs) So this is not a, this is not a how to survive people leaving your church podcast. This is, not, right. we, this is not a we do everything perfect no. <laughs> podcast. Right. Here's what you should be doing. Not not at all. I'm gonna I'm gonna say up front, I still haven't figured out totally how to work through this. There's different things yeah. that I've found is helpful, but I've still there's still some times where it feels painful still. So but I but because I know that this is not something unique to our church, I know that this is something that happens in every church. So it's something that everybody has to deal with. I thought we need to just talk about it and like I said, deal with the elephant in the room, you know, (laughs) and say this happens Mm -hmm. and what does it feel like and what are some things we can do to work through it. So um, anybody want to start? Just say, you know, kind of what, what has, like, how does, how has it affected you when somebody has left? I would say every situation really, like, different situations have different responses for me, like, you know. Yeah. Um, And some of my responses, you know, changed over time. Like, certain Mm -hmm. situations, it wasn't, you know, I, I didn't, you know care as much as they left i wasn't close with them or whatnot but i saw how it hurt you know my family and that made Mm -hmm. me more upset and then sometimes it would set in or i guess i don't know that it didn't hurt me but it like in that moment i didn't care as much and then later on it set in i was like oi you know this happened yeah and i you know it 
usually if a lot of times, sometimes it happens where I've had so situations where people left, it was like, you know, the question goes, could I have done something different is right. one thing, you know, it was yeah. like, wasn't my fault. Was it something I did, especially when there's situations where I've had it where it's like, I know that I didn't handle, you know, this situation right with like one person thinking it was like before they left, whether it was related to their leaving or not, it was like, I didn't handle this right with them and that right with them. And then they left. It was like, did they leave because I didn't handle that right? If right. I had handled that right, would they have stayed? And you have those kind of questions that roll around or sometimes, yeah. you know, or sometimes the hurt comes from, I didn't do anything to, deserve, you know, it's something that you cared about. And it's like, I didn't do anything for you to treat me this way. I right. thought, you know, there was something stronger there, but I guess not, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, and yeah. this, this, that's the one where it hurts. It's like, it's like for you to have, you know, left or the way that you left, if you left in some right. way that was particularly hurtful or, yeah. or wrong in some way, you know, cause sometimes, sometimes, you know, there's, there's a right way and a wrong way to leave. Uh -huh. And some people do it the right way and some people do it the wrong way. And when they do it the wrong way, it's like, you know, what did I, why did you do that to me? Did I do, I didn't do something to you to cause you to leave that way. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Even if it's the right thing to do for them, it may be a right thing for them to leave for whatever the reason may be, but you left in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And it, that can cause hurt sometimes too, even if it True. was, you know. True. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's definitely always hard because usually there are there are people who you're like, okay, God is calling them to another place. Mm -hmm. You know, right. uh, there was one person who left, um, not necessarily because he felt God was calling him to do something else, but because of a family situation, mm -hmm. and he felt he should go and take care of his family, mm -hmm. and it it was tough when he left, but you know, it was still you know like uh, everything on good terms, and mm -hmm. um, I'm still friends with this person on Facebook actually, even mm -hmm. though they're they live nowhere near you know, where I do. Mm. And so those are hard too. Yeah. There, but it, it's really hard when someone leaves offended mm -hmm. and there are, there have been times of that. And there's usually, there's two reasons why people could leave offended. The one is because they are offended at something that you've done. And I don't think I've had something where me personally, where like I did something and someone was like, Oh, you know, I'll leave. But then there's the time where usually God will convict them in their hearts of something they're doing wrong, and usually God will move on my dad's heart to say something, not pointing them out specifically, but, you know, they may not even have known the situation. They're just, uh, God's just speaking through him to them, mm -hmm. and they get mad and think, you know, it was, you know, pointed directly at them. Right. And yeah. then they get offended at that. Yeah. And then, sadly, there's been some people who, like, made it personal. And they'll, there's some people who will say, like, oh, you know, I leave because, you know, left because, you know, you did X, Y, Z. But really, you just know inside, like, and there's times where I've checked. It's like, okay, d did I seriously do anything wrong? It's like, Is there anything I know, need to fix or repent for? Yeah. Right. And I did. And there's been many times where it's it's like no, they're just offended, and they're they're offended at God. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of reminded of a scripture in John 15. Let me um, read it. Uh, let's see, do I want to back up to 20? 
Uh, yeah, I'll do 20 and 21. Uh, it says, but remember that, remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not uh, greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But all these things they will do to you for my name's sake, because they do not know him who sent me. So there are people who, um, that will leave the church just because they, it's not anything you did. It's really about their struggle with God yeah. and with him who sent you, you know, so mm-hmm. like, yeah. like it, it's not, there's nothing you could have done yeah. in yeah. some cases. I, I think of like the Pharisees as a, a good example. It, they hated Jesus, and the reason that they hated Jesus is because he, I mean, he used some sharp words to them, but he was not saying anything that was untrue. He was calling them out on things. I mean, they hated him, it seemed like, partially because he claimed to be the son of God, but they didn't, they weren't able to look at his, you know, he said, if you won't believe, like, my words, look at the works, the miracles, if for Mm -hmm. nothing else, you know, but they weren't able to look at that because they were, offended because he was calling them out on things that they were doing wrong and that made them hate him because you know he called him he called them like unmarked graves i think was one of the things that he mm-hmm. called them it was like right. he was like you know yeah. people don't even know that it, you're there's you know death there but you're you know you're dead and other people don't even know yeah it. basically they're walking over you know it, unmarked grave may have nice looking grass on top of it but there's death underneath and he was mm-hmm. basically he was calling him out for things like that and they hated that, and Jesus was not in the wrong at all. Even even when he did use sharp words like on Mark Graves and other things that he he called them, he was not wrong to yeah. to call them those things. But they got upset, and instead of saying, "Oh, you're right, I am dead inside," and pretending to you know and looking yeah. like a fruitful field of grass on top kind of thing right. basically washing the outside of the cup like in and other words, unwashed on the inside instead of that instead of like i need to change this you know how yeah. dare you call me i'm i'm the religious leader i'm the righteous person kind of a thing you know and so you have that with people in the church where instead mm-hmm. of saying you're right i'm doing this wrong i should fix that they say how dare you you know right. or they'll say oh really you know it's the it's um where Jesus like the speck in the plank where it's like you've pointed out this and they they decide to look at oh yeah well you're calling me out on this well what about you do this 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 you know and they kind of right. want everything that's real or sometimes imagined that you're doing that's wrong mm-hmm. yeah because they are like aggravated at you for calling out what they're doing wrong and there's a time and a place to call people out it's not that you're sitting there judging them but there's a time and place to mention what's yeah. going on yeah, mm-hmm. and it's to help help them. You know? Right. Even yeah. in Jesus's case, he didn't. Just, he wasn't. He didn't hate the Pharisees, but you know, they, if they would have taken his words and said, "Oh, you're right. I need to change," that would have benefited them. You yeah. know. So. Yeah, I think too. So for me, um, yeah, I definitely different things that you've said. Where each situation is different. Yeah. Um, like it. It is hard to make like general it is. statements about things. But. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, one thing that's hard for me, um, I'm very introverted, which is funny because God frequently has me do things that are not introvert friendly. <laughs> um, but there's Min- grace minis- for it. Min- ministry, ministry is not is exactly not introvert friendly. friendly. No, it's not. But um, it calls us to go out and be among people. And but that can be. But part of what being introverted means it's you know part of it is that you are careful who you open up to and who you allow into your life and when you have people 
that you've opened up to and received into your life and they like turn around and, you know, do hurtful things to you, it hurts. And it's, it's Mm -hmm. not just like, oh, they left. It's like, I trusted you. It's like very much feels like betrayal. You give, you know, with extreme caution and you've decided they're worthy of it. And then here's this. And when you have that, you know, and especially with your church family, you know, you expect that um, they're the ones that you're, that you should really be able to trust. And, you know, I remember I had gone through a hurtful time with some people just really being hurtful and just kind of like trying to work it out with God and be like, you know, I work at a, a hospital And the majority of the people I work with are not Christians, yet my coworkers are kinder to me than some of these church members have been. And they're, you know, they've moved on, but it was like, and it, if you're not careful, it'll make you bitter. Right. And I, and I would dare to say that I bet if, if you talk to people who were children of pastors who've left who've left Christianity, I would be interested to see how many of them dealt with a situation like that where they had somebody that was just really awful in their church to them. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard because then for me, what happens is I then want to treat everyone with mistrust and be like, Oh, well who's, who's next? Who's going to leave next? And I remember the Lord dealt with me very strongly because I was starting to develop that attitude. I'm like, oh, okay, well, who's the next in line? Who's next to hurt me? Because it just felt like it was a, it felt like it was a vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. And you can, the problem is, is when you begin to have that attitude of expecting people to leave, they're going to. You're, because you're using your faith. You're using your faith and you begin to be, to just portray this stinky attitude. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be around you when you're like that. So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, right. it is. You know. um, the other thing that is really difficult is seeing how it does affect your parents, you know, and right. um, yeah. I think that's the hardest thing because you, as pastor's kids, you watch your parents devote their life to this, um, take it very seriously. You know, it's not, you know, it's, it's very important to them. And when you see people come back and say nasty things or false things about your parents, you're Mm -hmm. like, are you kidding me? And you want to, you want to take care of it yourself and you Mm -hmm. can't. And that's so hard because I don't know how many people I'm like, man, give me five minutes with them and (laughs) I'm going to tell them exactly (laughs) what I think. (laughs) Mm. and maybe where to go no (laughs) 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 but no um (laughs) but you can't do that because it's not it's not right it's fighting against flesh and blood and you can't do that and it's not Mm -hmm. it's not your job it's not your job to defend your parents but it's so hard so hard and i think that that's something people don't realize that pastors kids deal with that that when they see and that's not to say like you know, and our parents would not really, they wouldn't share with all the people, you know, how it affected them, but you could just see how it affected them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you could see that it hurt them too. And it's yeah. upsetting to see that as a kid. And, 
And then, you know, sometimes if you have scenarios where the people that left are still trying to speak nasty things about your, your family Mm -hmm. to people that are still in the church, there's this desire to like, say, I want to say my side of the story. I want to say what happened. And that's not always the right thing to do. We're actually supposed to let God be our defense. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is if we are always trying to give our side of the story, we can be so busy trying to, you know, make everybody see our side that we get off track of what God's called us to do. Almost like turning into a, a trying to please everyone with it, you know? Yeah. And that's right. saying it's dangerous. You didn't necessarily do anything wrong and it's not, uh, I should say you didn't do, you know, didn't do anything wrong, but people, you know, may or may not see that, you know, and that's always very hard. And you know, is um I think of where Jesus said um that you'll like you'll know them by their fruits. He talked about you know, like gathering you know grapes. He said grape from thorns and figs from thistles or something like that. Where he talked about he's like you don't do that. It's like it, it bears its own fruit. A good tree cannot bear you know evil fruit, and an evil tree can't bear good fruit. You'll know them. He's talking about like false prophets and things like that. But these these people. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you have to call out if it's a serious enough situation. You may mm-hmm. have to say, um, this is what they were doing. This is what's going on, you know. But as far as some of these people, sometimes you have to just sit back and say they'll know them. Like these church people will know them by their fruit. If they look at my life and they see my fruit and they look at this person's life and they see their fruit, even mm-hmm. though they're saying evil about me, right? they're going to look at that the fruit of their life and they look at the fruit of my life and say you're telling me that they're acting this way but i'm looking at their actions and i'm looking at the fruit in their life and it doesn't match up with your story and matches up with their story so Mm -hmm. i'm not going to believe that so sometimes you have to sit back and let the people examine the fruit of the people who have left or or saying bad things or whatever and judge for themselves sometimes and that's you have to let god be your defense in that situation yeah Yeah. let god take care of it because if you allow yourself to say okay (laughs) you're hearing this so let me tell you my side of the story and you can turn it into attacking that person which is just as bad as whatever they're doing you know they're attacking you by saying bad things about you even if you remain with the truth like you know if they're telling lies and you're telling the truth about them but you just let that anger rise up in you. There's somewhere in Proverbs where it says that, it, I believe it says that anger man does foolish things. Mm-hmm. You know, if you let that anger get in, you're going to say something you're going to regret. And right. the fruit that they're going to see in that defense is not going to be good fruit. Yeah. You know, so sometimes you got to kind of just let it, yeah. let it go. And that's because it, it can and that's hard. foster. It, it's very hard. It's very hard. And, and because if you do that yet, yeah, you can foster bitterness and so then yeah. when you're saying all these things and like you're saying they, they're seeing this bitterness rise up in you, they're like, well, I don't know, maybe, maybe right. there's something to what these, this other person said. And, uh, so you have to be careful cause it's a, it can be a trap of the devil that, you mm-hmm. know, to try to defend yourself and give your side of the story. And yeah, I, I love that, you know, that it's so important to just focus on, on following after God, because in that regard then people are going to see the real story right right and the thing is you know because i remember i had a situation where i was like oh you know what if they don't 
what if they think this and this and this about us? You know, what if they believe this person? What if, you know, da, da, da. And then I thought, well, if they really want to believe evil about me, do I want them in my life? And that's a hard Mm. thing to say. It's not fun because then it's like, oh, that could be another person, you know, (laughs) gone. But, but it's true. If why, why am I wanting somebody to stick around who wants to believe bad things about me? Yeah. You know, and you have to kind of make that tough decision that, you know what, if all these other people believe that we are the way that person says we are, then, you know, you got to let them, let them do that. Yeah. But with that, you know, and I think Nathan, you mentioned too about, it is important that you do take some time and, and we always done this and I think sometimes I like overdo it you know but where you sit there and you go did I do something wrong you Mm, know and it is hard because there are times where you may feel like it's your fault somebody left and it's not there may be times where it is your fault somebody left and it is important to go back and and talk to them about it and you know I had a situation where there was somebody who left and they hadn't mentioned that it was me or whatever but there was something that I felt that pardon me something I felt that I needed to go back to them and apologize and make right with them and I did and it made me feel a lot better that I had cleared that and that wasn't what caused them to leave Mm -hmm. but it still was like okay I can go and say, okay, yeah, I did everything that I was supposed you, to do. It wasn't what caused right. them to leave. You kind of you s- found that out by bringing it to them. Yeah. You know, it, it cleared it from you because then you're not playing that game of, yeah. you know, still is, is it my fault? Yeah. You know? So we're not saying like, oh, yeah, just, you know, always mm. blame the people that leave. No. There are mm. some times where maybe you have to sit there and go, yeah, I did the wrong thing. I need to, I need to talk to them or I need to make it right. Or I need um, to change this about yeah. myself, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, it's important to be open with that. But it's also important to know, and I think it was good to bring up Jesus, that, you know, he experienced people, you know, hating him, leaving his ministry. I mean, yeah. hit one of his 12 disciples, betrayed mm-hmm. him That's what to I think be killed. Of. And that's something, you know, we were talking about recently in, in our ministry class about... um Jesus knew early on who mm-hmm. was going to betray him. Yet when, and this is kind of going into not letting yourself be bitter, but the um, his disciples, when he said, one of you is going to betray me, they were sitting there asking, who is it? Right. So that says to me that even though Jesus knew Judas was going to betray him, he did not treat him any different than the other disciples because yeah. had he pushed him away and been like, I'm not going to get close to that one because he's going to betray me. Right. The other disciples would right. have been like, oh, it's Judas. I've seen him treating him different. Right. He keeps him at, at arm's length. It, they didn't say once would betray me. It wasn't like all the eyes turned to Judas. Yeah. Like, you know, it <laughs> like, was like, it's him. Definitely. I know it's this guy, mm-hmm. you know, and you can kind of tell when you, for me anyway, when I read this, the scriptures that it really was traumatic for them and shocking for them because, 
a lot of times when they list the disciples, they'll be like Judas Iscariot, who later would betray him. Yeah, whenever, you know, whenever right. they talk about him, it's usually it's always usually coupled in with there, like, who would betray him, who would, you know. Almost like to let the reader know, by the way, don't get attached to this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He's, no, he's not, not good. good news. And, you know? and so I bring that up to say, um, because this is something that God had to deal with me, that I can't treat everybody like, what if you leave? What if you get offended right, you and can't, leave? You can't punish other people for someone else's wrongdoing. Yeah. Nothing you should try punish the person who did it either but no you can't say right. you might treat me the way that person did so i'm going to treat you you know this way you yeah. have to which is it, it's not easy because it you know i've had that where you know a past experience of you know people coming or whatnot or you know even visiting and and you know not staying around and then i assume that this person won't you know stay either and, and prove wrong you know yeah um and so you, you have to you have to be careful, and it, it's not an easy thing to do. But I do think when you no. you mentioned Jesus and Judas, I think of you know Jesus is the person to go to when you're experiencing this because he knows what it's like from Absolutely. something as serious as Judas sending him up to be killed. Yeah. Um, right. Even though in that situation his being killed was God's will for our sake, and he knew he was being raised from the dead. Still, Judas didn't know that when he was sending him up to be killed, you know, so he wasn't, Judas didn't say, I'm going to turn you over to them so God's will could be fulfilled and you can save the world. He was saying, if you give me money, I'll let you kill him, you know? And, but Jesus also knows it from, from Peter denying him. Mm -hmm. I forget which account it is. It it talks about, I think it might be John. I don't know. I'd have to look at it, but where it talks about when the rooster crowed that final, final time, he remember it's, remember jesus's words but also says that the lord looked at him yeah so Mm. he was there he like it seems like at least that final one jesus heard peter deny him Mm. and that rooster crow yeah you know so he it's not only that it happened and jesus knew it was going to happen jesus was there you know when it happened yeah you know so jesus has experienced that and peter is a you know a good example of what sometimes can happen is you know, there was reconciliation when Peter was wrong to, to have denied Jesus, but Jesus didn't turn him away forever. He said, okay, you know, he brought him back in. You read in John where he asked him the three times, Peter, do you love me? Yeah. You know, and he's brought back in. There's that reconciliation with Jesus. So there are some situations where the person left and it was wrong, but then they've repented and there's opportunity for reconciliation, yeah, you know, absolutely. and so just to be open to those. And Jesus knows how to handle those situations because he handled those situations. You know, yes. he had to deal with with Judas and even actually, you know, God, the father dealt with the whole reason we're having this problem in the first place when Satan took not only himself, but a third of heaven's angels to turn against God. So he didn't just himself turn against God. He convinced a third of God's angels to try to turn against him. So God, the fa- your father, knows knows what it's mm-hmm. like yeah. to be betrayed. Yeah, and Jesus knows what it's like to be betrayed when those people hurt and leave. And again, not every we've said every you know situation is different. It's not always right. a betrayal. There's not always wrong in that same situation. But God knows what it's like to have people hurt and leave and bring other people with them, you know, and he knows what it's like and he knows how to deal with it. So when you're yeah. going through the situation, 
you know, even though sometimes those situations may tempt you to be angry at God for the pain that you're going through, but in actuality, you should be turning to God. And I think we talked about that on a podcast. I think it was talking about questions when you're having those questions. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to ask, God, to admit to God you're having those questions. Well, in the same situation, you know, turning to God because he's experienced it and he knows how to deal with it. And he and Jesus is the healer, so he knows how to heal the hurt. He knows how to do all those things. So it's important to go to him and ask him for help. And the Holy Spirit is called their comforter. So he's there for that too. Absolutely. Well, one um, scripture I wanted to share is in Matthew. Because one thing that can feel like, um, you know, it can feel like a, like you're lonely. Even mm-hmm. though, you know, because it can start to feel like everyone's just going to leave. Everyone just always leaves. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, we had had someone who had left and it was, you know, they misunderstood something that was said and twisted it around and didn't understand. But, you know, and I wasn't super close with them, but I, it just still hurt. Is it, Mm -hmm. it never, it's never easy. Even though every situation is different, every situation hurts and, um, for different reasons. And, uh, I was just like, you know, I'm so tired of this Lord. And I remember I was listening to the radio though. And this, um, song came on by Matthew West and it's called the God who stays. Mm. And it just made me cry because Mm. it was just what I needed because it says you're the God who stays, who runs in my direction when the whole world walks away. And it, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And it, you know, because that's what it was feel. It was beginning to feel like it was beginning to feel like everyone wanted to walk away from me. And I'm gonna th- throw in there too. It's important not to take it too personal, right. and which is something that I can struggle with sometimes. And you know, sit there and be like, "Oh, it's my fault because I didn't do this." And you know, we've had times where you know people said stuff, you know, and I'm like, "Oh no, it's my fault." It's, you know, it's all my fault. And so I can feel like, "Oh man, I'm making everybody leave." And it's not don't do that. That's the devil lying to you. It's not your fault. Cuz then his goal, if he can convince you that it's your fault that everyone else is leaving, well then, if I leave, everything will be okay. And all that would right. do is right. cause hurt for someone else because you exactly. left. Exactly. Yeah. And um so it was really what I needed though because it was starting to I was starting to get that feeling of like, "Oh, you know, it's everyone just leaves because of me. And, and it was like, no, you know, God stays, God's not going to leave me. And, yeah. um, and I'm reminded of Matthew, uh, 27 verse 20, the end part of it, it says, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Mm. And it's just important to remember that God is always with you. And, yeah. you know, they, and like we said, he understands the hurt that you are going through because he's experienced it himself. Yeah. And, um, you know, as we said, always be open to have God show you if there's something that you need to reconcile with them, something that you need to go and say, hey, yeah, I'm sorry. But recognize the fact that, you know, Jesus lived a perfect life. Jesus never did anything wrong. He never spoke to people out of hate. He always spoke out of love. But yet people still hated him mm-hmm. and left. And so just because you've had somebody leave doesn't mean automatically mean that you're doing things wrong and 
you need to, to go. I mean, uh, I forget where the passage is. There was a passage where he was talking about his body, you know, eat his body and drink his blood. Uh, and a bunch of the them left. Uh, I think that's John 6. You're turning right where I was thinking of John chapter 6, because 6, 66 is, it says, from that time many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. And then 67 is maybe what you were thinking of, because I was just thinking of it too. Then Jesus said unto the 12, will you also go away? Yeah. So he really does know yeah. what it's like, even from Judas and Peter, but for these people that left him, these bunch of people left him, and he's asking his 12 apostles, he's like, are you gonna? Are, are you yeah. gonna leave too? So he, so he understands that that thought uh, or that feeling of man, all these people left, right. and it wasn't because he did anything wrong. Right. So, right. so don't don't just automatically assume that. You know, like I said, it's two parts. Make sure you o- you're open to the correction of the Lord, but don't automatically assume that it's you know you're this bad person and it's all your fault. Yeah, right. And he didn't say anything wrong there at all. That was no. just right. them not wanting to hear it. You know. Yeah, right. exactly. He did. He did everything right, and he is our ultimate example. And that's the thing to always go back to is to go back to Jesus and talk to Jesus. You know, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, you know, all you have to do is pray. It's not. Oh, I guess all I can do is pray. It's that's all you have to do. It's just right. pray. And just come before God mm-hmm. and be open and honest with him. And I've had that. And that has helped me so much when I, I used to sit there and think, well, I can't talk bad about this person to God. <laughs> and I realized it's not about talking bad about them, but it was about saying, God, this person, what they did hurts me really bad. And I don't yeah. know what to do with it. I need your help. Mm-hmm. You know, and that helped because I was being honest with God. And I think it's so important when you're dealing with people that have left the church or maybe they're still there, but they've caused major problems or division, take it to God yeah, and say, this, this is going on and it hurts and I need your help and he'll help you. He'll give you direction. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the things that he directs you to do are not always easy. Sometimes, you know, it, it can be painful, you know, um, not related to the church, but, I've had situations where I've eventually had to cut somebody off in friendship. But what was happening is being friends with them was constantly driving me to anger. Right. It was constantly the, the fruit of our relationship was not good fruit. And it was hard to say, nope, I'm sorry. We can't do this anymore. But when I did, it was clear that that was the right thing. And so sometimes there may be situations where God leads you to to take a step and it's a hard step, but it's the right step. But the important thing to always remember is that God will never leave you or forsake you. And he's always he's always there with you. And again, like we're saying, just to recap this is from earlier saying, you know, these we're talking, these are situations where there's hurt and offense. They're not always, you know, that situation, you yeah. know, nothing wrong if you really feel that, you know, to that someone feels they're supposed to go somewhere and they actually feel called. Because one of the things sometimes people say, you know, oh, I feel like we're supposed to do this. <laughs> and that's their excuse, you know, because yeah. uh, they feel like if they give you a spiritual reason for leaving the church, 
then you know and they don't have to deal with they don't have to deal with whatever, whatever the actual action. reason is you know and those aren't good that makes it hard but when someone's really sincere they say hey you know i really feel this and gotta go you know that's hard it, like we said before you know that's oh, I'm, I'm gonna miss you but okay yeah. you know right and that's that's different you know and that's it's easier when it's not this is not i don't know I guess the word I was thinking of, like terminal, in the in sense of this is this isn't a total cut off. Like you're saying, some situations. Right. Sometimes mm-hmm. I've had that too, where it was like someone that I really care about, even to this day, but I can't have that connection because it caused problems when I had it. Right. You know. But um, and I lost where I was going with that. Well, it goes back but, to looking at the fruit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but with with this, you know, there's not. You know, it's not always, you know, that situation where it's cut off because there's a problem, and there are times where it's just missing someone. Yeah, that's easier. That's e- much easier to handle. It is. You know, it is mm-hmm. because, like I said, with the fruit of it, you know, this is the right thing. This is, this is, uh, God calling them to do something different, yeah. or right. you know, and and spread the gospel, and that we always rejoice about, even mm-hmm. though we miss having them with us. Right. On the contrary, when people, you know, they're just playing games and they're blaming God and think that you'll accept a spiritual re- reason easier yeah. than them saying what's really going on. That's always frustrating. It's like, I'd rather you just tell me what's wrong. Don't right. don't blame God. It is. You know. And, somet- and unf- you know, sometimes you, in those situations, you know, I've had it where I felt just to let them go with that and There's not address you can, yeah. it. You There's know, nothing you can really say at that point, you know. You know, because what are you going to say? Well, don't. Well, no, you're not allowed to follow God. <laughs> or, <you know. laughs> right. Or but, you didn't uh, hear God. Or you didn't hear from God. But there's sometimes where you just know in your spirit that, you know, it's really an excuse. But you just, you know, you let them go and, you you know, you pray for them. And, uh, yeah. and just let God, let God heal your heart. I say that yeah. is one thing as well as far as, you know, praying for those people. Jesus said to pray for those who despitefully use you. That does also you know, not to, easy to bless those <laughs> that curse you. You know, you think of something and it's, you know, the hurt can sometimes be overwhelming because you let it uh, pack on top of itself where you start replaying everything and that whole thing. It wasn't my fault, this, that, and all that you start getting into all those emotions where if you stop when you're thinking about the person and just stop and pray for them, it just changes the whole course of where your mind is going. And that yes. will help some that hurt because you're not, you're not bringing up all this stuff that you're you're healing. You know, it's like you know, you got a scab on a wound, and instead of letting it continue to heal, you rip off that scab, and it starts to to bleed again. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you got to let that scab. You got to put a bandage on that scab mm-hmm. instead. So you you know, praying helps continue to heal instead of rip open that scab of replaying all the stuff that you've already, you know, yeah, gone over. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we gotta. Wrap it up here. Wrap, wrap, wrap it up. Wrap. I feel like I need to do some kind of rap. Yo, this is the podcast, and we are rapping, rapping, wrapping it up. Yo, yo. <laughs> I, I was going to try to make it actually creative, but I lost it, so yo just came out instead. That's okay. This should be our new wrapping up rap. Yo, uh, yo, this is it's our time podcast, to go. And it's time to end it at last. So we can have some breakfast. <laughs> no, at this time of day, <laughs> totally unrelated. There was like a, uh, it was like a VHS or something that had like math 
rhymes on it. Uh, rock and learn. It was yeah, it was called rock and learn. Well, but there yeah. was one that where they were specifically like tried to set it up where there's like an obvious rhyme, but then like not rhyming. It was, <laughs> was kind of oh. funny. That's funny. When I remember that one. Yeah. I just remember multiply, multiply, with power, multiply. Yeah, it wasn't that one. It was, uh, I think it was like 12. It was like oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Making you are <Yeah>. proud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go back to episode proud. 21 to see that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Maybe it's episode 21. Uh, I don't know. Probably. I'm to think. <laughs> yeah, just go back and check out t- yeah. episode 21. Just yeah. Check out all the episodes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and check us out on Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Yes. Segway. We are on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> We're on uh, iTunes <laughs> and yes. Spotify and some other podcast Our venues that I don't tune in. use. But and then you, did you say YouTube? YouTube. No, I didn't YouTube. say YouTube. We're on YouTube. It's not a podcasting platform, but podcasts are on said platform. So. We're not tweeting or TikToking because I no. don't know how to TikTok, but I do know how to tweet. I just don't. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, some people call it passing gas. And if you what, <laughs> what? <laughs> tweeting? Oh, I have Sorry. never heard that. No, no. <laughs> Why is it? There's several things that <laughs> I'm the only one that's heard of it. I don't know. I don't but okay. know. It's okay. I, anyway. And, and then we have an email address yes. if you want to contact us. It's uh, 3pks at iabound.org. It's the number 3pks at iabound.org. And you can email us different things. Mm-hmm. Email us questions or comments. Yes. Mm-hmm. And until next time. Uh, should we close the prayer? We'll probably we should in. pray. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Until next time, we should pray. <laughs> Should I pray? Sure. Okay, I'll pray. (laughs) pray. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Lord, we just thank you for all that you do for us. And Lord, I just lift up anyone listening that has experienced hurt, um, whether it's, you know, they are uh, a a part of a church and they experience the hurt of somebody uh, leaving in in a unkind way, or even if they're not in ministry, but they've, Um, experienced people walking out of their life and it's hurt them. Father, I just pray, Father, that they would have a clear understanding that you are always with them, that you never leave them, never forsake them. I pray, Father God, that you would give us the the, uh, courage, Father, to hand over our cares to you, Lord, because you care for us and help us, Lord, to um, heal and to move on and move forward in love. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Now I'm I'm kind of nervous <laughs> to close it because I think I'm gonna miss some. No, I think we got everything. Okay. Until next time. <laughs> keep. Just kidding. You forgot something. No I'm kidding. <laughs> Until next time, make you look Psych. around and watch episode twenty-one.